Groucho Marx famously said, I wouldn't want to be a member of a club that would have me as a member. That strikes us all as funny because we all understand intimately the human desire for exclusivity. We want to be a part of something exclusive. We've all been thrilled at some point to be part of the insiders, to be included in a way that is not universal, that felt special and limited. There's likely a practical reason for this, right? Like perhaps ancient biological memory um, just inspired us to have a space at the side of, of some kind of thing that was just killed and not everybody could fit their hoops. But what it has become in 2023, rather than a survival tactic, is a human expression of envy, superiority, stinginess. But our scriptures this morning take these exclusive ideas, the human desire to belong to something that others do not, and turn them on their head. Our Acts passage dealt with the fallout of the very first Gentile family being taken into the Christian fold. The Spirit led the conversion and the openness of Peter, and he was shocked by what happened. The larger community was shocked too, and not necessarily excited over the new converts. Like you might think they would as this new fledgling religion. You would have thought there would have been enthusiasm for other people coming into the fold. But God showing no partiality was actually huge, astounding, surprising. It was not what people believed about God up until that point. The people were probably a little frustrated, maybe even angered by the idea. Up until that point, there was no sense to them that this Christian experience could be accessed by people that were not like them, and they weren't sure that they liked it. Now, by this time, after the disruption of Jesus, his countercultural way of being, after the brutal death on the cross, after the revolution of the resurrection, they should have known that all bets were off, right? But God kept surprising them. They kept being surprised and a little awkward at just how wide a welcome that God has intended. Sound familiar? We're surprised still. And God keeps moving the goalposts. We love thinking that God could accept anything but whatever it is we don't understand or whatever. God continuously grows our hearts, expands our minds increases our community. And it started there. The ultimate outsider comes into our gospel. Johnny B, our favorite, he never wanted to be a part of any club, right? He was, part of his identity was being an outsider. He made everyone uncomfortable, being a prophet. I think that we like to look in the rear view at the Bible stories and we like to think, you know, everybody else at the time was so uncool with John the Baptist, but I would have been cool with him. <laughs> and so if we're honest, I think we would know that we're not. That prophetic edge is supposed to make us feel uncomfortable. When we encounter it, we are challenged. 
If you feel like it's not a big deal, then it's not the prophetic work of God. This prophetic work puts everyone on the outside of their growth edge. So pay attention, church. When you start to feel that desire to start grasping control, things are going to get fun. Because the Holy Spirit is bringing us forward into God's prophetic future. John knew so much that he was an outsider that when Jesus came to him to be baptized, John was like, listen, I shouldn't even be doing this. You should be baptizing me. And yet Jesus, in his radical grace and love, said, no, this is part of God's justice being enacted in the world. Jesus showed us in every way throughout his life that he rejected any kind of sense of who belongs and who does not. In Jesus, you can safely assume that anyone you might think would be left out definitely belongs. And this church is exceedingly good news. It's good news because if everyone belongs, it means that we belong, no matter what. This is what baptism is all about, right? Today, this baptism of Jesus Sunday, our belonging to God. When we approach these waters and we baptize people into the faith, it is a declaration of belonging. And here as Lutherans, we baptize babies because we declare this radical acceptance of God that this baby that can't even feed themselves, cannot survive on their own, already belongs. We do not make anyone pay dues to be baptized. We do not require that they are born into a Lutheran family. We do not make any claims save for the radical, revolutionary grace of God. That's baptism. The ultimate admission into the grace of God. Through it, we declare we belong. Everyone does. If we're honest, we might admit that this may smart for a minute. Because we like to feel special, right? It's kind of nice to feel like we belong in a way that is exclusive. We like to think that we might be right in ways that other people might be wrong. We like to think that we're lucky and others aren't. But the underside of that desire is that if others don't belong, then there's a chance that we could lose it too. But there's a chance that we might not belong either at some point in time. That's the problem with the theology of exclusive belonging, right? That we could lose it. That we could somehow be uninvited to the grace of God. That kind of thinking makes a small, it makes us fearful. It makes us resistant to embracing that prophetic edge that God is constantly drawing us out to. If you've ever indulged in the feeling that maybe you belong and others don't, you know that at the end of it, it's poison. It can feel really good in the moment, but it turns into bitterness selfishness it affects our lives 
friends, this morning on the baptism of our Lord, Jesus invites us to consider that what God has created belongs. You, your worst enemy, your dearest friend, God shows no partiality. The Spirit moves us all forward to that terrifying teetering edge of God's love. But we have to leave behind what we have known and what makes us comfortable, this belonging, our club. Absolutely. And that can be terrifying. But as we create that larger, longer table, as we embrace the way of God, especially to those who change and grow us, we are swept into true joy, into growth in the Holy Spirit, and into transformative community. And we will know for sure that God's love has no limits, and neither do we. Amen. Let's stand and sing together, Spirit of Gentleness.